where three women with names discuss movies that are about something other than a man. Paid in Puke is hosted by Amy Green, Christina Barr, and Jessica Baxter. It's also a spoiler-filled free-for-all. You've been warned. Welcome to our Paid in Puke 2020 Oscars special. This is, uh, I guess, series (laughs) 1.5. It's the off-season, but... (laughs) <laughs> we had to talk about the Oscars, we had to put out our predictions, and whinge about all the stuff that happened, <laughs> and here we are doing that. So, this year's Oscars, again, they're going with no host, which I don't, I don't, I don't love like that, it. I don't, I don't like love it, it. Yeah. but it's what's going to happen, I don't know. I mean, when are they going to have <laughs> Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, yeah, Maya yeah, Rudolph that host? Would, yeah, that would be, that would be right. or Tiffany, Tiffany Haddish. Oh my god, yeah. There's so many options. Last year where they're like... No one can do it. No one can do it. If it can't be a man, then I guess we give up. (laughs) I feel like the whole, this, the notion of like last year it was supposed to be Kevin Hart and then he had old homophobic tweets and then it wasn't him and then this notion like, if you're going to have this purity test and nobody can be for it, it's like, really? It's like people in the 80s complaining about being too PC. Totally, yeah. It's not that hard to... Not be racist, yeah. or apologize sincerely for something in your exactly. Past. Ellen and Jimmy Kimmel have both hosted plenty of times. Yeah, and then Ellen, of course, has her problematic issue now, and Jimmy Kimmel. I'm sure his record can't be 100% clean. Well, I think there's old sketches where he's in blackface, or there's one. You know, really? Oh, yeah. 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 It's pretty old. Yeah. You know? I mean, Jimmy Fallon has that too. I mean, I don't think that's mm. disqualifying. Yeah. I don't even think that Kevin Hart thing was really you know, it was really more just, that he didn't apologize uh, yeah he's like i apologize once i don't have to again and you're just never gonna let it go so i don't even want to host the oscars yeah, yeah. <laughs> fine <laughs> well what we want to talk about yeah. is we're going to go through the categories of the main categories and say who we think will win who we think should win and who we think was snubbed from the category okay so, should we start with Best Picture, or should we start, do we want to do that one last? Uh, I don't care. We could do... Yeah, either's good. Why don't we do that last? So, we'll start okay. with directing, then. Ah, okay. The nominees are... <laughs> <laughs> Marty Scorsese for The Irishman. He's only the next Marty Scorsese. <laughs> Todd Phillips for The Joker. Maybe Sam Mendes. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Mendes for 1917. Quinn Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. First of all, I guess let's go around and say snubs. Who's, who I gets mean, snubbed? Obviously Greta Gerwig. Yes, I agree with that. Greta Gerwig and Taika Waititi for Jojo Rabbit. I thought he was snubbed. Like, I, I kind of expected him to be in there. Um, it is kind of weird that he wasn't, considering Jojo Rabbit is pretty well represented in all the other categories. Yeah. It's like they feel like they got one person of color in there, so they're like, what what more do you want? (laughs) I would also say that Noah Baumbach was snubbed. That's true. Marriage Story is nominated for Best Picture and not Director. 
Also, yeah. Lulu yeah. Wang, uh, The Farewell. She was nominated, I think, for other director awards. Not the Oscars, but right. I don't know. I just seem... Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of talk of that movie being yeah. overall. I didn't see it, did you? I didn't see it. I want to see it. I heard it was good. Yeah. I would put out a thing for Lorene Scafaria too because oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I that just love Hustlers. I knew that you guys were gonna say Greta Gerwig, so I felt <laughs> like I should say someone different. I didn't see Little Women, but I'm sure that I would have liked it. I just didn't mm-hmm. get around to it. Yeah, well, and I so, did like Lady Bird a lot. Yeah. So who do we think will win? Uh, I feel like it's gonna be Quentin Tarantino. Which is, I mean, of the nominees, I guess that's fine. I definitely think of those nominees, well, I guess I've only seen two of them, and I would say Parasite was a better movie than that. I think Quentin Tarantino will win, and I think he will be totally insufferable in his (laughs) speech. (laughs) And I don't even No one helped me with this. I made this all by myself. (laughs) And women don't need to talk, and Kill Bill proves that I don't have a woman problem. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You're probably right. I think it'll be Sam Mendes for 1917. I did enjoy that movie. I saw it in the theater. No, I just have a feeling about that. But I want Boo Joon Ho to win for Parasite. I think he deserves to win. That was a really good movie. I don't know if Sam Mendes... I mean, I know he didn't win... Or did he win for American Beauty? Oh, okay. Yeah, that movie swept the Oscars that year, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, that movie does not hold up at all. Yeah, it really doesn't. <laughs> it sure doesn't. The yeah. movie about the guy who wants a fucking teenage daughter's friend. Oh, yeah, it's so gross. Right. There's Weird. so much wrong with that movie. Weird that he played it that way. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> also, like, the homophobic character is secretly gay. That's also yeah. such a messed up trope. Too. Yeah. That movie is so bad. <laughs> all right, who do you think will win? I kind of feel like... Todd Phillips might win. I don't know. I mean, Sam Mendes seems like a good bet. Tarantino has not won an Oscar yet, right? He has for screenplay. Screenplay. Right, for directing. No, I don't think so. So uh, they love to do retroactive Oscars. Or just like, like, this is your career. Exactly. So they might do it for that, especially since this is pretty late career Tarantino at this point. Right. And he has that whole thing where he's only going to direct X amount. What was it? If he sticks to it, it's only, he's only got one more. Yeah. Oh. So maybe they'll wait for the next one or maybe they'll do it now. But God, everyone had such a boner for Joker. And one of the things I heard about it from a lot of people who were Joker apologists, basically, (laughs) I didn't think I was going to like it, but it was really well directed. It's something I heard a lot. (laughs) It was really textbook beautiful direction so mm-hmm. i have a feeling that it's joker well, I, I like that there's not a real clear front runner yeah they're kind of for this one there isn't i didn't see parasite either yeah. <laughs> i really wanted to Parasite's very good yeah, i've heard really good. i mean a lot from amy but also from literally everybody who's seen it that it's really good but i do hope that bong joon ho gets at least an award for sure, because he'll at least get best foreign film. Was he nominated for screenplay too, or something? Probably. I don't know. Yes, original screenplay. Although I that's a very that tough category. Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's oh yeah, kind of a tough one. That is a tough category. I remember when Quentin Tarantino and his writing partner accepted for Pulp Fiction. All I remember was his friend was like, oh, I, have to I really have to yeah. pee. <laughs> I do remember that. I think this is probably the only award I'm going to win here tonight. So I was trying to think, maybe I should just say a whole lot of stuff right here, right now. Just get it all in my system. Because no, no, I thought about no. all year long, everything building up and everything. And just blow it all, just tonight. Just, just say everything. But I'm not. 
Thanks. <laughs> I want to thank my beautiful wife, Gretchen, who I love more than anything in the world. And I really have to take a pee right now, so I'm going to go. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Roger Avery. <laughs> like, oh, that's a funny speech. Right. <laughs> yeah, poor Roger Avery. <laughs> Whatever happened to that guy? <laughs> I still maintain that he wrote most of True Romance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's definitely obvious Tarantino-isms in True Romance. Mm -hmm. They wrote that one together, but that was kind of what broke up their friendship oh. because Tarantino got sole screenwriting credit, but Roger Avery did. Oh, I didn't know oh, that. They did co-write it. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> sad. They were best friends or something, or were they yeah. Friends? Well, they worked together at that video store. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then Roger Avery wrote and directed, I think, Killing Zoe with Oh yeah, Eric Stoltz. Which was, I remember liking it, but I don't know how well it holds up. Yeah, I don't remember. And then I don't think it. he did anything after. I think that was it huh. for him. There's probably a story there. That'd be a good biopic, kind of. The video store days of Tarantino <laughs> and Aunt Roger oh, Avery. Wow. Oh, God. <laughs> that would be such a dream role for so many young actors, you know. <laughs> like, I just worship Tarantino anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Get to do their Tarantino right. impression. That would be pretty great. So the next category is supporting actress. The nominees are... Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell for some reason, <laughs> Lauren Dern for Marriage Story, Scarjo for Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh for Little Women, and Margot Robbie for Bombshell. Snubs. Snubs, J-Lo. Obviously J-Lo. All the way. Such a huge snub. Kathy Bates, I'm sorry, what? That just seems like we ran out of people. We can't think of anyone else. Right. Even though obviously J-Lo belongs there. Wall Street guys. You see what they did to this country? They stole from everybody. Hardworking people lost everything. And not one of these douchebags went to jail. The game is rigged, and it does not reward people who play by the rules. What if somebody calls the cops? And says what? Woo! I spent $5,000 at a strip club, send help. She's been nominated and won plenty. Like, she's fine. She yeah. She need another... And this know. is Nobody like saw that movie. literally the first yeah. time I heard about Richard Jewell was when I saw that she was nominated for supporting actress for this movie. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that was a movie that happened, and Kathy Bates was in it, and I guess they thought she was pretty good. And I have zero desire to see it, so that's right. dumb. But yeah. <laughs> I think they're gonna give it to ScarJo. I want them to do a retroactive Laura Dern one though. <laughs> I feel like Laura Dern has a good shot. You okay. do. I think she does. Yeah. Too. I don't but, know. I didn't see Richard Jewell, but I saw all the other ones, and I feel like Laura Dern and Florence Pugh and Margot Robbie were all really good. I think ScarJo has an edge here because of, so we, did we all see Jojo Rabbit? I did, I loved <laughs> okay. that movie. Because she died she in a Holocaust really movie. <laughs> Honestly, oh, right. I think that's what yeah. it is. I think that that's going to give her the edge there. Yeah, she's got, <laughs> yeah, probably got love Holocaust movies. more of an edge than the Marriage Story nomination, probably. I think Laura Dern is going to get it. I don't know. I tend to kind of think, like, whoever wins the Golden Globe and the SAG Awards, that Oscars will follow. I think it happens, yeah. but just because it's, like, the most popular stuff every year. Like, I don't yeah. think there's that much of a correlation other than there's just a handful of people in movies that win yeah. awards every year. I like Florence Pugh the most. She was so good in Little Women. That's who you want to win. That's who I want to win. Yeah. I think Laura Dern is going to win. I would be happy with pretty much anyone but Kathy Bates. She's definitely not going to win. They just <laughs> yeah. put her in there because they didn't want to nominate J-Lo. I really do yeah, feel like that right. was a straight-up snub. 
Yeah. Not just like we forgot, but we don't want to nominate her for yeah. being a stripper. And- <laughs> yeah, I think the Academy has bad taste in movies and also sends that message out a lot. Like we're not nominating it's, rock star singers, sexy people. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, like, it's not highbrow enough or something. Mm, or- right. Well, I mean, there's obviously just a worldwide stigma about sex work and right. how it's not real work, even though it definitely is. And I feel like that movie proved it more than anything. I mean, that was a yeah. very mm-hmm. pro-sex work movie, and I loved it so much. I think that was a big part of it. Probably a big part of it being she's a person of color. They don't like to nominate them very much. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then, yes, also I think the pop star thing yeah. is a big part of it. With the exception of Lady Gaga, for whatever reason. They were like, oh, she's right. okay, she's highbrow yeah. enough for us. But right. I think they had such a boner for that movie. Yeah. They love any movie that's about how hard it is to be right. a fan of. Yeah, anything that's about Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. yeah, they love that. You're right, they do. And this was not about how hard it is to be famous. Right. Supporting actor. <laughs> the nominees are Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which I still don't get. I didn't see that movie, but why is Tom Hanks who pulled it? Right. I have the same question. Yeah. <laughs> Supporting actor in this movie. Do you know yeah. why? Did you see that? I didn't see it. I didn't <laughs> want to see it. I mean, I... I, I heard it was Mr. good. Rogers, it was I... directed by a woman. Yeah, the woman who made Can You Ever Forgive Me? Yes. So it's probably good. I don't know. I've heard it's very good. A lot of people like it, but I, I don't know. I just... Tom Hanks. I don't know. And then he never... Mr. Rogers never met that journalist, and that never... I don't even know what it's about. (laughs) I assumed it was just a biopic about Mr. Rogers. No, I think it's like a story about someone doing a story. Uh, Somebody did explain to me why he is a supporting actor in that movie. Okay. Yeah. But I was just like, why did they make that? I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I really like liked... right after the documentary. About yeah. Because the documentary was so good. Hollywood I... does also love double shots of things, they too. Do. They're yeah. like, Mr. Rogers is really hot right now. Let's do a bunch of Mr. Rogers yeah, movies. Yeah, that's true. Let's do a bunch of elephant transportation movies that one year. <laughs> I don't know why that's always the example I can think of is the two <laughs> elephant transportation movies that one year. <laughs> <laughs> You don't? Operation Dumbo Drop. And then there was another one that I forget what it was called, but it was another one about like getting an elephant from point A to point B. Yeah. (laughs) And they were in the same year. They were not nominated for any awards, but that's hilarious. It was just a really funny example of doing that. Right. And one year there were two movies about Prefontaine. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And it wasn't exactly topical either. Right. It wasn't like he had died recently. It was like 20 years later. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's something about script theft or idea theft. There must be something. Yeah. (laughs) We're not going to make your movie, but we'll make it without you. (laughs) Or it's like, oh, that's a good idea. Let's also make that. I feel like that's pretty common. Anyway, so that was the first one in the supporting (laughs) action. That's one of our famous tangents. The second nominee for the supporting actor is Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes, Al Pacino for The Irishman, Joe Pesci for The Irishman, and Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Brad. Go Brad. I love it. That's the only one I mm -hmm. saw. (laughs) I think this is one of the few times where the person who I want to win will win. Yeah, I think think this is the one that has a clear front runner. I am like late to the... Brad Pitt thing. I never mm-hmm. realized that I really love Brad Pitt. Until a couple of years ago, I'm like, oh, he's great. Yeah. I mean, he's capable of a bad performance, but I feel yeah, like definitely. 
He's a really good movie star. I like him in the Oceans movies. I feel like he's perfect in those in that he's not taking himself too seriously, but he's not being too Johnny Depp. You know yes. what I mean? Like yeah. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Depp in Johnny Pirates Depp. of the Caribbean is like, look at me, I'm not taking myself too seriously. And Brad Pitt in the Oceans movies yeah. is just like, he's just being a good movie star. Yeah. yeah. Like, Johnny Depp doesn't, he's like, look at me, I'm not taking myself too seriously, and therefore I am taking myself too right, seriously. Right. It's like, look, it's the great Johnny Depp. <laughs> can you believe that I can do comedy? Right. Look at me. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, serious, not serious, that I think that Sir Ian McKellen was snubbed in this oh, category yes. for Cats. Oh. Cats is a masterpiece. <laughs> Then if someone will give me a toothful of gin, I will tell how I once played a part in East Lynn. In a Shakespeare performance, I once walked on Pat when some actor suggested the need for a cat. Have you seen Cats? I have, I have not seen it. My nephew wants to see it. So Bring him. Maybe we oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. That'd be so fun. Yeah. He was such a fucking delight in that movie. He was. <laughs> yes. You could tell he loves cats and loved acting like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't really think of other ones for this one. I you don't know who's yeah. known as a snub for this. I kind of thought the dad from Parasite. Oh, yeah. I thought he was good. That was my choice for the snub. Kang Hosong, I think is his name. I was a little surprised. I thought maybe Christopher Plummer would get it for Knives Out. I thought he was really good in that, and then I feel like the Academy loves him. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, definitely. Um, he was really good But I it. think that and Parasite, sometimes when it's too much of an ensemble cast, nobody gets the standout. Yeah, because they're kind of all supporting. Mm-hmm. There's like yeah. really just one clear lead, and then everybody else right. is supporting. You know? Yeah. Best Actress in a Leading Role. The nominees are Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy. I think this is a rough category. (laughs) It is. I would say that I hope that Charlize Theron does not win because Mm -hmm. I did not care for her in that movie. I feel like she will, though. That's oh, my pick so? for I think she's going to get it. Yeah. yeah. They do love stuff like that. I just feel like maybe Renee Zellweger. I didn't see that movie, but I feel like that's the thing that the Oscars love. Yeah, that's uh, my pick. And mm-hmm. I don't know. She's Judy Garland. It seems like such a Hollywoody kind of role. Yeah. And, and they love that... when you do your own singing. All right, she does sing. Mm-hmm. It's great. I, yeah, they love that. They do really like that. I mean, I'm sure it was fine. I don't know. I didn't see it, but (laughs) I'm sure she was fine. My personal favorite of the ones I've seen, I like ScarJo, but there's nobody that I'm like, oh, I loved that. I mean, I only saw of these Marriage Story, Little Women, and Bombshell, and I I, like ScarJo as an actress. I think. Yeah, I thought she was good, but she didn't stand out for me in terms of like if I thought of my favorite ScarJo roles. Oh yeah, I don't think this would have been made the top five. She'll definitely get something someday for. I think she. I mean, I think she's gonna get it for Jojo Rabbit this year. I do. Mm-hmm. She'll get a leading actress Oscar someday. There's just something about Charlie's and Bob. I just feel like it hits all the buttons for the Academy. Yeah, humanizing yeah. someone who shouldn't be humanized. <laughs> yeah, and she was doing like a voice. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love like when you yeah. play a real person, and I mean that's not quite about Hollywood. Yeah, you know, but it's close enough. Yeah. And she's a white woman representative for a problem that's pervasive for people in all walks of life. 
I think snubs wise, I really liked Florence Pugh in Midsummer. Oh I, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I thought she was so amazing in that. And then also Lupita Nyong'o in Us was yeah, really good. Yeah, that was my big that's my but I guess they were like, we can't nominate two women of color for this category. Right. And it's also like, well, they already gave her an Oscar mm-hmm. for playing a slave. So that's kind of what they prefer. I definitely think that's true that that's how they prefer to see actors of color is playing slaves. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. They've proven that to us time and time again. Right. Wasn't Green Book the best picture last God, year? Yeah. They only love their black people when they're being, right. <laughs> when they're being oppressed. Be, or yeah, being rescued right. by a white or, person. Yeah, exactly. You know. She can't rescue herself (laughs) (laughs) also aquafina because i heard that she was really good in the farewell i want to see that movie yeah i've seen it i was kind of surprised she didn't get nominated because she won a golden globe actually yeah actor in the leading role right the nominees are Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, whatever that is. I know, yeah, never yeah. heard of it until <laughs> what she came up. Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Adam Driver for Marriage Story. Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. And Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. Mm. This is all over the place. It's <laughs> kind of crazy. Amy, I think you and I probably agree on this. Uh, Taron Egerton for, I'm sorry, oh, Taron Edgerton? I think it's Edgerton. For Rocket Man. Oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> Rocket Man just is constantly making me mad. Yeah. It was so good. Why are no biopics ever good like this? And then it's so underrated. Yeah. Did you see Rocket Man? Especially like music biopics. Yes, they all have the exact same arc and they're so badly done. Oh, Rocket Man was so good. So yeah, absolutely. It's making me so mm-hmm. mad. <laughs> they gave Rami Malek the award uh, for that. Right. Bohemian Rhapsody He's is licking such his teeth utter garbage. <laughs> I'll be mad about that movie forever because I'm such a huge Queen fan and Freddie Mercury fan, and I was excited about it. I probably watched maybe... I like had to stop watching yeah. it after the scene where they're at the restaurant and they're meeting with the manager. <laughs> I saw that scene as yeah. an example of like why this movie is so badly edited. Yeah, literally they're showing that scene in editing classes as an example <laughs> of what not to do for editing. Oh. But then also the performances are not good. I mean, it really feels like a lifetime made-for-TV movie. It's almost like, well, we had a rock star win Best Actor last year, can't do it again this year kind of thing. I don't know. I don't yeah, know definitely. The They're like, we already doesn't... gave an award for a gay rock singer biopic. We've right. done that. Yeah, <laughs> like... Don't need to do that again. I've only seen two of these. Leonardo DiCaprio and Adam Driver. I love Adam Driver. He's like a great character actor yeah. who is also a leading man. Definitely. Uh, I mean, of these, I would love to see him win. I actively would not like to see Leonardo DiCaprio win. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Joaquin Phoenix, just on principle. One, I don't really like him. He's not like yeah. a deal breaker. I'll see a movie with him, but I prefer not to. I prefer not to. I don't like it when there's a big fuss made about a man losing a lot of weight and you oh, regularly yeah. see emaciated starving women on screen and that just on principle bothers me mm-hmm. it's like oh he's all skinny and basically anorexic for a couple months to make this movie he was commended for that and he really was anorexic right. and he was saying how he was so proud of himself for eating like an apple a day or something this is Definitely glorifying eating disorders. Yeah. Right, yeah. Saying an eating disorder is art, and it is not. It's and it wasn't really necessary. Did right. he really have to be like that for the movie? I don't oh, think no, so. I don't plan to see it yeah. either. <laughs> I'm still like on the fence. I've gone back and forth. I've been like, I've yeah. definitely never seen it. Fuck it. 
And then I've had enough people say, well, have you seen it? Because you can't argue that it's bad unless you see it. And I'm like, well, I did kind of see it. It was called Taxi Driver. <laughs> and I'm with you. There's something about Joaquin Phoenix that rubs me the wrong way. I really feel like there's something going on with him that we're going to find out someday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I really hated his speech at the Golden Globes. Oh, I fast forwarded through it. <laughs> I guess he got cut off, maybe. But well, he swore like a bunch. He kept dropping f bombs and like, stop taking your private planes to Palm Which Springs. Which is, you know, that's fine, a fine message, but but it's I don't know. It was he was really weird. rambling. He was, was obviously stronger yeah. or high or something. Yeah. It wasn't a good speech, and they still let him go on and on. To my fellow nominees. We all know there's no It's like this thing that is uh, created to sell advertisements for the TV show. Uh, I'm inspired by you. I, 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 I just, I, I can't believe the, the beautiful, mesmerizing, unique work that you've all done this, this year. And um, I know people say this, but I really do feel honored to be mentioned with you. Um, <clears throat> some of you I reached out to personally. Some uh, I'm still a little too intimidated by, even though we share the same agent. Hi, Christian. Uh, you're not here, but uh, that's it. <clears throat> and um, <clears throat> Todd. Uh, you were such a, an amazing friend and collaborator, and you convinced me to do this movie, and you encouraged me to give everything and to be sincere, and I'm such a pain in the ass. I cannot believe you put up with me. I'm so indebted to you. Um, Rooney? He just rambled and rambled, and they just let him. That's when I learned I, I didn't know that he was engaged to Rooney Mara. Ew! I know. I don't I really like the Mara like girls. Too. Oh, I don't like her. I like Kate Mara a little more, but I don't really like, like them, either of them. But I also think it's gross that they're together. Yeah, <laughs> I was surprised by that. They're like crazy wealthy. The oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, right. Yeah. Dad owns the Giants or something, right? They're, I think there's two football teams owned by their family collectively oh, wow. or something. There's the Rooney family and the Mara family. There's a shitload of money. Wait, in that Ro <laughs> Rooney like, Mara well, is... Rooney Mara is named... It's like a mother's maiden name. I think there was a rich family, the Rooney family, who owned a football team. And then there's the rich family, the Mara family, that owned a football team. And those are like the grandparents or something. Oh, like, man. And they made like a football royalty. A football dynasty, Dyn basically. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's terrible. I know. <laughs> football dynasty. That's right. a horrible combination of words. Uh, yeah. <laughs> God. Right. Also, like, I don't like Joaquin Phoenix. I feel like you would be with me on this. His thing where for a year he was just acting crazy and it was secret for a movie you didn't know, like it oh, no yeah the, i'm not really there yeah and it was directed by like casey, casey affleck, affleck who would right. feel like really it's well established like... how much we hate the afflecks on this right. yeah <laughs> right. the afflecks are not great my favorite thing did you ever see the clip of him on letterman after that movie came out oh, where, yeah. because you're part mm. of the thing in that movie is like he acted all weird on letterman yeah and it was oh he was in character for his dumb movie and then there's a clip of him on Letterman after the fact, and Letterman is like, you used this clip of my show in your movie, you mm -hmm. gotta give me some money for this. Have yeah. you ever watched that? No. 
Then we went to the lawyers, and the lawyer said, yeah, you, you can, if you want, you could probably sue these people. And, and then uh, your attorney said, no, it's fair use because it's a documentary. Well, hoo-ha, guess what? It's no documentary. <laughs> It was a it was a theatrical ruse, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, so, you're so and I'm us? in it. I, and I'm in it. And as you mentioned here, at a pivotal point in the film, where oh my God, what has happened? What has happened? I go to the show, uh, and and Letterman crushes me. Oh, my life is over. My career. What have I done? What have I done? What have I done? Well, now you owe me a million bucks. A million bucks. A million dollars. We've made 75 cents on this movie. That's not my problem. That's free publicity. So we want a little something for that. And then, okay. and my talent fee, you know, it's not my first rodeo. Uh, I'm in it five minutes at a pivotal point. A okay. point. I, 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 I am the denouement. Can, can you call my agent? No, I'm not calling anybody. Okay, this can you I have my agent call this. you? No, 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 no. I don't talk to people on the phone. We are... <laughs> It's you and me right here. Okay, fine. Mano a mano. We'll, we'll work it out. But um, can we talk about it privately? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll go to one of your screenings. Cliche. It's like the only thing I enjoy him in. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's going to be Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I think he's going to win. Um, I think Adam Driver should get it. I would love to see Adam Driver I'd like to see him give a speech, even. I yes. mean, like, what's, what's that guy going to say? I feel like I believe in him. He's cool, and we're not going to find out some bad thing about him. I don't think so. Although, I mean, he was in the military, but I don't think he's, like, a patriotic person, you know? Patriotism, yeah, no. one of my biggest turn-offs. <laughs> he's not career military, so, right. yeah, I mean, that says something, right? Yeah. <laughs> he did a stint. He has weird stuff with his family. His family didn't support him financially or something. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. I mean that's a lot of reason young people join the military is to pay for college or something. Yeah, or, I mean, know. that's definitely how they yeah. advertise it. They that's, go to high schools to recruit people. That's that why conservatives are so yeah. against free college, because it's like, well, mm -hmm. no one's going to join the military if they don't have to to pay for college. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say who you think will win, Christina? I think Joaquin Phoenix oh. is going to win. Yeah, I really want Adam Driver to win. I thought he was so good. Hopefully he'll he'll be more coherent in his acceptance speech. Probably he, won't be as drunk. Because I think that's one of the things about the Golden Globes is yeah, that everyone's yeah, super soft. Like the, the they don't feed awards. them and they give them champagne only. <laughs> that was the thing this year that everything was vegetarian. Oh, oh they did feed them this time, yeah. yeah. So they probably were still really hungry even if they ate all that food. <laughs> they could have like Beyond Burgers. Those are very filling. <laughs> they had like mushrooms. I mean it looked right. so good but it was, yeah. you know, like fine dining vegan food which is delicious and then you definitely need to eat something afterwards yeah. <laughs> best picture the nominees are numerous and yet still somehow disappointing okay. ford versus ferrari the irishman jojo rabbit joker little women marriage story 1917 once upon a time in hollywood and parasite huh Big snaps for me. Midsummer and Hustlers. Oh, right. I'm not surprised that they did. I loved Midsummer. Midsummer was my favorite movie of last year. I loved it so much. And we're going to talk about it on the podcast in <laughs> upcoming episodes. Right. Your costume. I'm making everyone watch it. She yeah. was the, the flower queen for Hollywood. Yeah. The May queen, yeah. I wish I'd seen that in person. The pictures were awesome. <laughs> I've got really it upstairs awesome. in my closet. I can put right. it on any time. <laughs>
That was a really fun dress to wear all night, too. God, that movie was so great. But I wasn't surprised that it was not nominated because it's a horror movie, basically. I mean, even though it's way more than a horror movie, but, I mean, I think Get Out was Mm -hmm. a very special case. Right. But Hustlers, I was surprised to see was snubbed on that because that seemed to hit all the buttons for a good Best Picture nominee, but then again, the two leads being people of color and being about painting sex work in positive light and being about how billionaires are terrible people. (laughs) (laughs) I can see how the Academy might not be into that, but it's still bullshit. (laughs) I'm not sure what annoying movie is going to win Best Picture. Yeah, It's going to be something I'm not happy about, but I don't know which one. I mean, it could be Parasite. I didn't see The Irishman. Maybe it's fine. I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't have a problem with the Irishman winning. Not as much as I would with the Joker, which I also didn't yeah. see. But. <laughs> It'd be less annoying than Joker 1917. For sure, yeah. yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I could live with that if that won. Parasite, I mm. think, is the best movie that's yeah. nominated. Little Women in Marriage Story, I would be fine with, but I don't think they're going to win. I didn't yeah. see Ford versus Ferrari. I have no opinion on I... it. And I did not like Jojo Rabbit. I did not like it, but I definitely was disappointed, considering yeah. how much I like Taika Waititi in general. Right. I mean, I didn't hate it, but I didn't think it was a good movie. I thought the funny parts were funny, but then was, mm-hmm. there was just too much where it was trying too hard to be this cooler, life is beautiful. But <laughs> Definitely. Life is beautiful is not cool at all, so it's not hard to be cooler than that. And yeah. It's so, it's so cringy, you know, yeah. and I feel like they hit it so over the head with the tying the shoe thing, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, he's going to tie somebody's shoe and it's going to be so poignant. And the scene where ScarJo has the beard in it. <laughs> I mean, it, it was a rough one for me. I agree with you that the sentimental parts were way too sentimental and too saccharine and not good. And the comedy was great, but there wasn't enough of it. It would have been better if it had just been straight up comedy. Right. And then I felt That's what like, he does well. I felt like the message of it was, hey, it's okay if you used to be a Nazi. People can As long change. as you're sorry. <laughs> yes, as long as you're sorry, the Jews will forgive you and dance with you. Maybe that's what the Academy loves. Well, just they love anything that's about the Holocaust. Yeah. But that's the message is, it's okay, you know, you're yeah. young. Like, it's okay to have a problematic past. Yeah. You can be forgiven for it. Anybody could have been a Nazi in Germany. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> I just, I did not like that. Yeah. Also, he was way too old to be that way. I feel like Taika Waititi does not know what 10-year-olds are like, because like, it's 10. My daughter is almost 10, and she definitely knows better than to be a Nazi. (laughs) Like, maybe if he were six. My five-year-old son has got some issues we're working on. Not like, he's not racist, but... (laughs) He likes to say that he likes boys more than girls, and so we talk yeah. about that. We talk about gender equality a lot, and we're working on it. When he says stuff like, boys are better than girls, I'm never like, he doesn't know better, he's too young. I'm always like, hey, let's talk about that. Right. <laughs> Not to blame ScarJo's character in that movie, but why didn't she just say, let's talk about that every time he said something? How did it get to the point where he was a 10-year-old Nazi? How did that happen? And then at the end, he's like, oh, actually, I like this Jewish girl. Yeah. 
because and, she's pretty uh, yeah. and he has a crush on her too which right. is also like oh we <laughs> yeah <laughs> I know Nazis just had to learn that some Jews were pretty girls and then they like, you know then the Holocaust would have been to hope you know and then even then we're like first he tells her Germany won the war you have to stay here I know okay I was I was just kidding about that like she wouldn't be like fuck you forever goodbye you know yes. like she would not be like oh the war's over now we're friends mm -hmm. that was so funny how you pretended for a second that Germany won and I had to stay here. <laughs> Let's dance. Like, I know. <laughs> what is the message of this movie? That was like, so weird. Yeah. It's like it's about to turn into a straight up kidnapping movie. Right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh my god. god. I never saw boxing Helena. Oh. That sounds pretty bonkers. It's very bonkers. <laughs> Jennifer Lynch. Hey. <laughs> she should have had a much bigger career. She was such a wonderful star. But anyway, yeah. I don't know what's going to win this. Thing. I think it's either going to be 1917 or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. My choice was 1917 for winning, and I, I really want Parasite to win. I really, yeah. I love that movie, and it was really interesting, and then also the view of poverty and how it's very hard to work up and change your social station. It's surprising that the Academy is so into this movie because it's a pretty clear condemnation of capitalism, yeah. you know, and it doesn't let people off the hook. It's like... Rich people are complicit. They're literally on the backs mm -hmm. of poor people. It's kind of surprising how much the Academy has embraced this. Yeah, I would love to see Paris. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's going to, but for me, the snub is Rocketman because I love Rocketman yeah. so much. That is a huge snub, and it doesn't make any sense that it's not on there because that's like, like literally a snub. Yeah, it's really not represented at all. And I don't know what's up with that. Yeah. Is it just because Elton John didn't die of AIDS? <laughs> so, maybe. I, mean, I don't I mean, I think like... They're like, oh, he's a thriving gay man. We can't award... I we think maybe it's just too weird. There's a formula that they really like for biopics, and that's how they want them to be, you know? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make sense that Bohemian Rhapsody got all those awards and then nothing for, for Rocket Man. I don't know what's going to win. Probably 1917 or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I think The Irishman has a good shot too, just because mm -hmm. they love epics about old white men. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real big Academy thing too. Right. I think that Joker is kind of going to be an all or nothing kind of thing. I think it'll go either way for Joker. Like Joker is either going to win everything it's nominated for or it's going to be totally shut out. I think those are the three most likely as Joker 1917 or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. What do you think is going to get it, Christina? Did you say? Oh, I think 1917, 1917. is going to okay. win. War movie. Yeah. It did have some really cool shots in it. Following the soldier as he's on this mission to stop an attack. It's I would be like willing a... to watch that. I don't know. Lucy liked it a lot. Yeah, Lucy she did? Duncan, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, she said it was very intense. You know. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> so. I did see a funny Onion headline that was like, Cinematographer from 1917 still holding that unbroken shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I love that. That is very accurate. I thought it would be fun to end this Oscar special with predicting the hammer. Oh, so yeah. So the hammer is what they call, I think it's what they call, I don't know, maybe my friend Andy Barron made this up or somehow. Oh, it's a, it's a what, thing. It's either yeah, a thing or it's not, or it's made up by my friend Andy Barron who convinces <laughs> everyone that things he made up are things. <laughs> The hammer is, you know, the in-memoriam montage of the people who died in the industry who died in the previous year. So whoever is the final person in that montage is the hammer. 
And we like to bet on it at the Oscar party every year. We like to bet on who it is. There's no clear front runners this time. Who was the hammer last year? I don't remember. I feel like whoever it was, one of us had him as a snub. Yes. Was it Albert Finney? Maybe. I don't remember who it was. Yeah. I thought maybe Albert Finney would be snubbed last year because he died in February. But he he was definitely in there. But Carol Channing was snubbed last year. Oh, they didn't include her? No. Oh, my God. And that was a big deal. There's always some big snub. Some people were mad that Vern Troyer wasn't included. But <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> so some of the people who died this year who I think might make Hammer material, Peter Mayhew, maybe he's uh, Chewbacca. I mean, he's only Chewbacca, but Chewbacca's pretty iconic. Yeah. yeah. Tim Conway, Rutger Hauer. I feel like I don't remember Rutger Hauer dying. <laughs> was that like kind of a while ago? I think that was in February of last year too. Oh. Terry Jones. That's the Monty Python guy. Oh, he like just died, right? Yeah. And Carol Spinney. That's mm-hmm. Big Bird. Seems like a good possibility. Also, Luke Perry died. John Singleton died. Kobe will probably be in the montage, but I don't think he'll be the hammer. Buck Henry will be in the montage, but I don't think he'll be the hammer either. He wrote The Graduate. That was a pretty big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think there'll be like a separate thing for Kobe. And yeah. My pick would be Luke Perry for the hammer. And I kind of think maybe Danny Aiello will be the snub. Oh, oh, interesting. Why do you think he'll be snubbed? I don't know. It just seems like the kind of person that gets snubbed. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or maybe Tim Conway. Actually, no, I'm going to say maybe Tim Conway will be the snub. Oh, interesting. I think Luke Perry, I think his is the most. Tra- I mean, other than Kobe's is the most tragic. Luke Perry of the actors is the most tragic, and also because he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and that's oh, such a big one. For I forgot story, he was yeah. in that. Oh my god, yeah. that's right. I totally forgot he was in there too. That's why I think he'd be yeah. a hammer because he was in that movie. Okay. Yeah, my hammer mm. is Kobe. I can really see them like doing a totally separate thing for him. Mm-hmm. That I can totally see that happening too. Kobe would be my choice, and then I remembered he won an Oscar for a basketball movie, which so, is the uh, only reason he would even qualify right, to be in right. the montage. There's people who are mostly known for TV. Yeah. Adam West was not in it one year, and everyone was mad. But then they were like, "Well, it's because he was a TV He's star." Only, yeah. I was thinking Bricker Hauer. He'll definitely get like a one of the longer. You know, they do the long mm. actual clips. Like, they'll definitely have the Tears in the Rain, like a segment <laughs> oh. of Tears in the Rain for him. I was wondering if it would be Carol Spinney, though. Follow That Bird. That was a movie. Oh, I loved that movie. <laughs> and Big Bird's just kind of, you know, iconic. And even though that's all he did, mm. it was a pretty big deal. Yeah. Bob Einstein, is that Super Dave Osborne? That's right, yeah. Is Super Dave the guy kind of, like, he did tricks or... He was sort of like a jokey Evil evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And his brother is um, Albert Albert Brooks, Brooks, right? Yeah. Whose real name is Albert Einstein. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. He'll for sure be in there. (laughs) Woo. (laughs) I guess that wasn't quite the punch I was hoping for for the end of our episode, but anybody you're excited to see at the Oscars? I wonder if Jayla will be there. I hope she will. She's pretty busy. She's got her show today. I know. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm excited to see her. We're recording this on the day show. of the Super Bowl. So, mm-hmm. yeah, J-Lo at the halftime show. I'm very excited about that, too. Yeah. I am excited to see if Brad Pitt brings a date. <gasps> and if it's oh, Jennifer yes. Aniston, that's definitely um, going to be one of our prop bets. If yeah. Brad Pitt brings Jennifer Aniston to the Oscars. Right. It's a long shot. I don't it's know how to like, feel about It's going to be worth 100 so, points or something. Yeah. But. If I was 
shipping Brad to with anyone, it would be that he and Angelina Jolie would get back together. But that doesn't seem like it's happening. Oh, she uh, seems so done with him. From she I does. Really, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that would actually yeah, be kind of a nice story if he and Jennifer Aniston ended up together again. Just because it seemed like when they split up, it was because mostly because he wanted kids and she didn't. What a sort of romantic story that would be if it was like well they were together and then they weren't together and he went and had a bunch of kids and yeah. then <laughs> then they got back together yeah like, like what a fun way to work out something you know that's kind <laughs> of a deal breaker for people you can either have kids or you can't there's yeah. no real in between what an interesting workaround that would be for that conflict you know totally he just went and had kids and then came yeah. back when he was done having kids. Yeah. I don't know. And it's not something you can exactly arrange either at the time. You can't be like, right. look, well, here's what I'm going to do. We'll get back together. So. <laughs> <laughs> Go make a great movie. Yeah. yeah right? that movie. <laughs> Marriage Story 2. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Cruise Control. Yeah. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that seems like a good way to end. <laughs> Go Oscars. If you enjoyed this episode of Paid in Puke, please take a minute to rate us highly on your preferred podcast listening apparatus. If you did not enjoy this episode, no further action is necessary. Paid in Puke is hosted by Amy Green, Christina Barr, and Jessica Baxter. Music by Silent Partner. Follow us on Twitter at Paid in Puke Pod or join us on Facebook at Paid in Puke Podcast. Thanks for listening. Lick it up, baby. Lick it up.